sets your butane torches to high and your expectations to low. Coming to you from the cigar cave in the hills of the Steel City, get ready to get your fix. This is the Cigar Junkies Podcast. Welcome to the Cigar Junkies Podcast. The cigar show for the community, by the community. A forum to talk stogies, booze, food, and anything else in the cigar lifestyle. If you're looking for ratings, negativity, or an authority on all things cigars, you came to the wrong place. Whether you like what you hear or not, please join the conversation and let us know by finding us at the Cigar Junkies Facebook group or contacting us at thecigarjunkies at gmail.com. What's up, junkies? Welcome back. Welcome back, indeed. Doing it Samuel. Yay, uh. What is this one number 10? I don't know. It's 10 or 11. <laughs> I'll, I'll. We should probably know that stuff, shouldn't we? Well, I mean, you make me send you the damn picture every day. I know, right? What is it numbered? Is it I actually never paid attention to see. I think it just has the, the dates. The dates are, yeah. yeah. We, we, you know, it might not be unwise for us to get to a place where we go, oh, let's start yeah. numbering them. It's episode be, number dot, dot, dot. Yeah, but I don't know how much, how much assistance there is in doing that. Could yeah, so. I'm not like incredibly worried about it. I was just like, oh, you know what? Hey, I think we're probably around ten. Let me see. Let's see if my count. This is work. eleven, I think. I think this is eleven. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten. This is number eleven. Ah, ah, ah. This ah, is number ah, eleven. However, ah. we did cross an important milestone. Small, small but important milestone over here in the cigar junkies universe sam you want to let the kids at home know what they helped us do we broke 500 listens we did uh, we did can you imagine that any number of people would go yeah i'd listen to that 500 times i mean i know nobody's listened to it 500 times yeah, no most one people person have listened has yeah but so. a lot of people have listened to us 10 times yeah or maybe yeah. and soon to be 11 by the time we uh they get to hear your lovely voice on this one hey let me uh silence that my accurate. phone yeah that, that's uh kind of rude huh yeah well you know i have low expectations yeah just like the intro says just like my wife um well i mean you know repeat performances (laughs) statistical data (laughs) one out of five that's how my wife got married right she uh, lowered her standards fair enough mine got knocked up (laughs) (laughs) lock her in you know what i mean (laughs) let that be a lesson to you guys out there if you want to uh uh Get get a long term woman above your station. <laughs> Lock her in. Fire one off, huh? Lock her in, boys. <laughs> Dude, that's wrong on so many levels. It it, it really is. It's just it's but boring. it's also accurate. Yeah. I mean, what do you want from me? And ladies, I mean, just remember: lock your ankle, squeeze your thighs. He can't get away. Hmm. So they kind of have more control than we do on that whole situation. Sorry, you're you're turning me on over here. I'm getting distracted. So let's lean away from yeah, all the, of the things that are going to get us in the PC police. <laughs> when have we ever, up. ever veered away from that? Now, here's the thing. I don't have a problem. But I figure the people that are going to get upset by those sorts of comments are going to stop listening after five minutes. So let's at least break the oh, five minute okay, mark. Spread it out. Before we start just defending the masses. Yeah. All right. I'm for it. I'm for him. For him. But I'm not a cricket. So there's that. So what'd you get into this week? This week was two weeks, it feels like. (laughs) I I worked 
you know, 24 out of the last 38 hours, something like that. Mm. I pulled a double on Thursday and then had eight hours off and then went back in. And, you know, it's funny because the first shift on Thursday was straight chaos the whole time. Benefit went fast. Yeah. Got into the second half and and everything slowed down and it was nice and calm for a little bit. And then the last two hours I was like just really hitting the wall yeah because the problem is i'm a manager uh for a steel mill and the manager not that much physical stuff for you to do so when i was in the oil field pulling long days wasn't so hard because you didn't have any time to think about it you were you were moving active moving carrying things swinging things blood was moving yeah um so here you know when you get everything set up all your ducks in a row you get on cruise control and you sit down at the desk you know, it, it gets real hard to hold the head up after a while. Yeah, it gets to be uh, a little rough. And then this morning was just flat out insane again, um, which, you know, like I said, added benefit of keeping me awake because yeah. it was it was a mess. I uh, I don't know how many times you can have uh, crane consecutively break down week to week oh. to week, but I'm pretty sure we're going for the record. <laughs> oh, man. So how about you? Uh, honestly, I just, mine kind of went by in a blur. I was either on the phone, sending an email or watching my kids. Nothing exciting really happened at all. Nothing of note. I did. I feel terrible because I actually thought about this question and it still came up with nothing to talk about. Well, I mean, we could always dive into Sam's secret. Nope. We can't. Not yet. I'm hoping next week though. Well, then it won't be a secret anymore. It won't be any fun. Uh, it'll still be fun. I say you lay on your back, spread them legs open, and just let it out. And then just lock them in. Not yet. Almost there. Uh, so let's tell them about the cigar we're smoking today. What if I want to? What if I just want it to be just the mystery cigar the for them? Button. No, no more mystery cigar. That went bad last time. Yeah, but uh, it got a lot of listens. Mm. It did. It did. And quit stepping on my segues, okay? You want to get in here and be bossy. When I tell you, <laughs> cigar wife... I was trying to give myself a moment to press it because what's going to happen is if every time you tell me to do a thing and I rush for it, I'm going to do what you just did and make a loud ass noise into the microphone and disrupt our, our beautiful, beautiful listening audience. With that being said, Sam is right. We'll talk about this cigar of the week. Good news, everyone. I knew you were going to do it, too. I knew you were going to push the wrong one. Why can't I do two? I was going to do them both, and then you cut it off, so I stopped to see what you were going to say. I was going to do. Good news, everyone. It's time for the Cigar of the Week, brought to you by Leaning House Fine Cigars. The Leaning House is your destination for the ultimate cigar smoking experience. Whether you're exploring their wide selection of premium cigars, unwinding in their comfortable lounge, or enjoying live music on one of the most unique and intimate live music venues in the Berg, the house has something for everyone. Do you want to try the stick we're smoking today? Stop by LeaningHouseFineCigars.com or visit Dave in Bell Vernon or Heidi in Brownsville. Wherever you are, make the house your home for premium cigars. That's right. Uh, yeah, so this week we're going to be smoking the Tatawahe Kajonu 2012 Toro. It's a 65 by 52 uh, The blend is a Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper over a Nicaraguan binder and a Nicaraguan filler. Uh, the cigars are made using first-generation Cuban seeds, uh, seed tobaccos grown in Nicaragua, then rolled by Master Torcedores. At My Father Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, under the watchful eye of the Garcia family. As we've discussed multiple times in the past about 
Tatuaje Cigars. I think that was the worst read you've ever done on this show. Yeah, it was pretty bad. This is this is pretty rocky. Cold band, so it's this pretty is a bad. rocky start to this yeah. show. The professionalism that you guys are accustomed to at home, the very high standards. Yeah. It's not that great. the cigar junkies have set for you guys. We are not <laughs> hitting that bar, and I apologize. Yeah, uh, but you know what they say: you get what you pay for, don't you? <laughs> well, that and you can really only go up from here. Well, that's fair too. Uh, we are we are not exactly setting the bar super high, but. That being said, we're still coming out swinging and missing because I don't feel like we're hitting it today. Uh, but that can all change. So my buddy, uh, my buddy sent me a text message on his birthday. Super excited about it. He, he said, uh, I've been holding on to this one knowing it was coming. And he sent me the clip of, it's my birthday. Yeah. I was like, yes. We're getting around, baby. I get around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're like crabs. <laughs> Wait, what? You go out one night, you're having a good time, all the... You know, all of a sudden you come home and there's something stuck in there. It's you wouldn't call it pleasant, but you just can't seem to shake it. You Something's know what I mean? A can't, mess. can't get rid of it. <laughs> we burrow in deep and and we're stuck there forever mm-hmm. in the nether regions. For uh, well, I guess not really forever. Coming to you from the nether regions of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. I'm good with that one. We can <laughs> listen. Anybody out there that wants to sell an ad, we'll. Uh, Bring it to. From we the got the region. ideas, people. We got the ideas. We will. We'll bring it to you from the hard. nether regions of Damn the internet. Right. It was uh, one of my favorite commercials growing up. I'm stuck on Trojan Branca's <laughs> AIDS don't stick on me. I'm pretty sure that's not how that went, but that's how I remember it. <laughs> that is definitely a new revision. I've uh, yeah, I've never never heard that one. <laughs> The funny thing is, I've been saying that in my head for like twenty years. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. You know that's not right, right? I'm pretty sure I, I I'm pretty sure it's correct. N- no, I'm like one hundred percent. Okay, so it's not the correct ad, but it should be. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It, it's right. It should it's be. It's the right thing to do. Oh, yeah. It just isn't correct. Mm-hmm. Just like Burger King should em- embrace the what's what's your beef? <laughs> Here's your beef. Well. <laughs> Let me get on my reading glasses. <laughs> oh. uh, All right. So today with our cigars, we're drinking. I'm drinking Woodford Reserve Double Oaked. And you have Willett Family Estate uh, Small Batch. Rye. Yeah, you kind of did a uh, mix and match. Yeah, I, I expected we were going to start with one and transition to the other one. But I feel like you did the virtual equivalent of the one you hook the arms around oh, for yeah. drinking. Yeah. Except for when you do that, you're still drinking your own drink. You're not actually swapping drinks. Right. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm good with it. No, I wanted the drier one, so I wanted the double oak for my first, you know, kind of dry me out a little bit. That uh, will it rise a oh. bit sweeter. Spoiler alert, Sam, you came in dry today. I don't I don't think you need to work on it. You got it covered, buddy. <laughs> and listen, yeah, me too. I, uh, you know, I'm starting to, start to feel a little bit better, starting to feel a little bit more organic. Yeah, but we came in in a rush today. Yeah, we did kind you of know, fly through. We normally we come in here, we get some cuddle time first, a little pregame. I mean, the one consistency is though. Usually, you come in the door, and I'm frantically trying to finish the news and hit the print button. Yeah, on that the didn't show change notes. at all. <laughs> but nor did uh, Sam's help in the preparation for the show. I was like, "Hey, man, what's going on? You got any notes? No, you got uh, you got any events?" Uh, I know there's an event somewhere. I said no. I said old Allegheny had something <laughs> going on, and I didn't know. No, what no it was. you said 
There is something. I just don't remember what it is. I, just, I think there's one going. There might and then be it was, a thing. And then it was, hey, Sam, when you get the cigars, let me know what, <laughs> what the size is and how much they are and, and all that stuff. So uh, fortunately, this cigar only comes in one size. So we knew it was the Toro. Yeah, um, and, and I had the price. I yeah. At least I had that. Did I include it in the notes? Because I don't know if I did. After all, all that. No, you did not. No. So this so stick this comes stick in at thirteen dollars down at Leaning House. Thirteen bucks. So yep. make the house your home for your thirteen bucks. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure. And pick up a stick. This pre- is Davy's favorite. Yeah, right? I think. Uh, this I don't. Is I don't ever want to call him Davy again. Dave, yeah, I'm that, sorry. That was awkward at best. Don't pull our funding. Get him, Big D. <laughs> I should have called him Dave. No, dude. It, it don't. We don't need to talk anymore about Dave from Leaning House. All right. What's <laughs> up, Heidi? <laughs> there you go. Give her some love. Hell yeah. I mean. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you catch up on any of your mandatory uh, uh, movie watching? Not a single no? thing. Not, Damn. I mean, not even a hint of it. I've been, uh, I, I think I sold a TV show today. It's nice whenever you talk to somebody about, I, I saw a Facebook post. Let me, I'll borrow your terminology. I'm going to bird walk here, but we'll get to it. So an old friend from uh, from high school posted a thing on Facebook today that was like, basically, my life is somebody saying, hey, have you seen this show? Me saying, no, I haven't. Them telling me why it's the best show ever. Me telling them I'm going to put it on the list. There is no list. I'm never going to watch the show. And I'm like, <laughs> that is, I'm on the opposite end of that. This is me telling people about these wonderful things that's perfect for you and like, I cater it specifically to the person I'm talking about. I'm like, no, 100%. This is for you. I promise you're not going to be disappointed. And then me seeing that person every time for the next three years going, hey, do you watch that thing yet? And I'm going, no. And then me never seeing that person. Makes me think of uh, Captain America where the Falcon is recommending him something. And he pulls out his little book of stuff. They're like, everybody's just recommending. I've got an interesting fact about that list. Do you know any interesting facts about that list? No. That list changed depending on where you were viewing the movie. So for people in the UK, for people in China, there were different things on the list Hmm. that were uh, more applicable to their geography or ethnicity. Why, though? I I don't know. Just to make it cool, I guess. Like, I mean, I thought it was neat. They they had like uh, seven different versions of it. And and there were some tent poles that were the same on every single one. Right. But there were a couple of things that changed depending on where you were. Um, so you I know, don't know like why they would change that stuff. Because people in the UK got the Berlin Wall or something like that, probably. And people and there, there was I don't remember the key differences, but there were. And I thought it was neat. I just don't think it's like it just doesn't make sense to me that they took the time to do that for Captain America. Like. The the character is Captain America. Like he's he, obviously it's American relevant. You're racist. I, I do not think that means what you think it means. It does. No, it means you're bad, bad man, terrible person, very very bad man. He's a horrible. horrible so have you seen person. the boys? No. <sighs> so that was what I was pitching today, and the people out there that have watched the boys are like, Sam, you suck. Wait, the boys is. The superhero, like, corporate yeah. superheroes. I saw the first yeah. season. Okay. On Amazon. Yeah. So, yeah, my standard pitch for that show is, like, watch it for five minutes. Yeah. If your jaw does not hit the floor you're like, by five minutes in the first, yeah. the first episode, the first five minutes of that show is so shocking. Yeah. 
what I always compare it to is spoiler alert from like 15 years ago, the first episode of game of Thrones. Do you watch yes. game of Thrones? So the last five minutes is where they push Braun out the window, yeah. right? They push a 10 year old kid out like, the freaking wait, window. What? What just happened? But this is, they, they front loaded it. They put it in yeah. the beginning. And so I was telling my boss about it. Cause like he's into, uh, the Avengers and oh, yeah, uh, all those. It. And then he was talking about like Suicide Squad being a different take. And I was like, yeah, watch the boys, man. That that will blow your mind. Yeah, I still got to watch the revised version. Of Did we talk Suicide about Squad. Diabolical? No. So the boys, right? The same the same uh, show, basically. But they did uh, like eight episodes that are like six to eight minutes a piece. They're these little shorts and they're all animated. And they all okay. take place inside of the boys' uh, universe. Okay, right. <laughs> so one of my th- there's there's the cool thing is they do different animation styles for all of them. So like the first one was like Seth Rogen wrote it, um, <laughs> but it was in old school like Looney Tunes animation, and there's no dialogue, <laughs> so it feels like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. Okay, right? and it's called Laser Baby's Day Out. <laughs> and so there's like a laser baby in uh the the laboratory that this guy's like you know testing every day to see if they can control its powers and stuff and it like gets out and starts just cutting people in half with its laser it's just eyes. crawling around just zapping people right right but like in the old school yeah type of like ends up in a construction zone and like every time he steps off a ledge a girder saves yeah, him and swings gets- around and stuff <laughs> But except for there's just like absolute carnage. But my favorite one <laughs> is this episode that's like, okay, let's talk about all of the the superpowers <laughs> that people don't want to get. Like, what happens to the people that get the the useless superpowers? And so um, I think there was a lot of them that have to do with just stupid faces. Like, I think somebody had boobs for a face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, just boobs hanging down instead of eyes. <laughs> Um, like the Balchinian from Men in Black, but my favorite is uh, is just massive, like Herculean uh, He-Man looking dude. But instead of a head, he is like a shelf speaker with two woofers on it. <laughs> <laughs> and the only song that the speaker can play is "Who Do You and the Blowfish Only Want to Be with You." <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's this like. <laughs> revenge mission style thing where they are like all getting back at their parents for doing this to them and stuff or like whoever's responsible. And like, so toward the later half of the episode, which again, they're only six to eight minutes long. So it's like no commitment at all to watch these things. But toward the latter half, they do like a killing people montage and like they hear, you know, like uh, they got the Jurassic park thing going on. Like when, the water starts shaking yeah. and you hear something coming in the distance and it's supposed to be scary, except for it's just Hootie and the blowfish getting louder, <laughs> louder and louder. louder, louder. That's- and then this ragtag group of like ridiculously stupid heroes cutting people up and like just beating like- the shit out of each other to, <laughs> I don't want to be with you. <laughs> God, it's fantastic. I think one of my favorite animated clips is uh, Jack Jack Attack. From from the Incred- for sure from the Incredibles, that the whole way they played that was just fantastic. If you guys haven't seen it, it's been you know like almost exactly twenty years since it came out, so it's time you should probably go see it. But nice. uh, 
Yeah, that's a that one cracks me up. The baby just going nuts, shaking. <laughs> <laughs> well, so let's turn our attention back to tobacco here for a minute. So we've done Tatuaje before on the show, mm. right? So yeah. we've talked about Pete. We talked about the fact that the cigars are made at my father uh, and uh, Don Papin Garcia, all that happy stuff. So I tried to look for something a little bit different. So I cut this out of uh, an interview that a website did with Pete. Um, I'm sorry, I, it was an obscure site, so I don't remember. I'll, I'll fact check and uh, get back to you guys in the next one. Or maybe I'll link, uh, link it on the Facebook page. Um, but uh, basically, the question is asking Pete how he got into the cigar industry. And his response was, my career as a bassist wasn't taking off. Did you know that he was a bassist in a band? No. Like, apparently had, like, legit aspirations of... Like- Becoming a rocks a rocker, you know did, what I mean? Did you like, have the little like the little chin I, thing? I didn't see the pictures. Oh, yeah, yeah, there yeah. was no no old photos. But basically, like, grew up in California. He's in Hollywood, um, you know, trying to make it at the local clubs and stuff. Yeah. And, but like, what happened was everything transitioned from like rock and roll to grunge, you right. know. So like, the scene changed, and that type of music fell off, and so. Uh, basically, he said his career wasn't taken off as a bassist, so he worked part-time as a bouncer. Uh, one day, the owner of Gus's Smoke Shop, the cigar shop where he was buying his cigars at the time, offered him a part-time job. Uh, he was 23 years old at the time, and six months later, he was working there full-time. He became the chief buyer and fell in love with the industry. He said, wow. I smoked everything, wanted to know everything. The industry was just so nice to me, and I had to become a part of it. Um, so, you know, just one of those things where cigars really are like a black hole. Like I feel like for me and a lot of other people, it starts as something that you're just kind of casually orbiting. And if it hits you the right way, all of a sudden you find yourself listening to a couple of ass clowns sitting in a garage somewhere talking (laughs) into microphones because like your life has lost all meaning. Yeah. It's addictive. It's you're not alone people. Yeah. You are not alone. I'm here with you. Okay, that's enough of that. Though we're far apart. All right, dude, that's we're good. You're we're always good. in my heart. I'm done. You good? Yeah. You feel better? A little bit. Okay. Thank you. I just wanted to make sure. Just the other ah, day. I knew you couldn't stop. No, I think that's really cool that like, it's like you get an actual insight to like what's going on, like how we got to it. I like that. Hee <laughs> hee. You know, a lot of guys are like, ah, oh, I knew I liked cigars, so I started working in a cigar shop, and that turned into something for me. I'm like, oh, that's cool, but... Which, like, good for you, because a lot of people that like cigars and go to work for cigar shops become miserable, because yeah. it's uh, too much, too much of it kind of ruins... Yeah. You, you're actually a very good example of that, because... You're somebody that loved cigars so much that you decided that you had to be a part of it, you got yeah. a job in the shop, and so I'm curious... Do you feel like, like I know clearly you still come here every week. Oh, yeah. So your passion for cigars is still alive. But do you feel like it's ever suppressed by working in it? And and in all fairness, you're only doing a couple yeah. of days a week right now. So it's not exactly like you're doing it full time all the time. Um, but, you know, like a lot of people talk about like having to smoke samples and stuff that they aren't necessarily going to like yeah, and still having to be able to judge whether it's good or not, even if it's not something that they're going to enjoy for their flavor profile. Like you still got to pick cigars for all your customers and, uh, and like the overwhelming majority of cigar smokers 
don't fall into where most of the geeks do. A lot of the geeks fall into, I like full bodied, full flavor, full strength. And the truth of the matter is what sells the most is like Bring Connecticut shade and Baccarat and yeah. ridiculous, you know, light cigars. Yeah. It, it, the tip of the iceberg, yeah, so I mean, to speak. Thus far for me, no, not, nothing's fallen off at all. If anything, it's, it's bumped up and I've gotten more obsessed with it. Uh, my, Good. My focus has changed a good bit. Like I used to, I, don't know, I used to nerd out a lot more on the tasting notes and that side of things. And now I find the culture more intriguing. I think that's um, definitely big for me. So like I hit a certain plateau, right? Where I'm not, go- I'm not trying to portray myself as a cigar expert. I don't think that I am. I think that I know more about cigars than probably 90% of people that smoke cigars just because I became interested enough to do the legwork. But at the same time, I also reached a point where it was like, okay, obtaining any more knowledge than I have is going to require work. Yeah, and like I, actual investment. <laughs> not even, yeah, like uh, investigation, like mm-hmm. sorting through the information that you already know for the information that you don't have yet. Try and find the And nugget. I kind of went, okay, I'd rather talk about what I know than learn what I don't. Um, and, all, and I'm not cutting myself off from learning more. The, the nice thing about this show is that it forces me to look into stuff that I wouldn't necessarily. Never it forces me to try cigars that yeah. I wouldn't have, which is the best part. Yeah. No, and that that's... Uh, I was going to say that's the fun of it, but it's not. Like The fun of it is two guys that didn't know each other now have a podcast together. That's my favorite part of cigars. Yeah, 100%. That hasn't changed at that, all. That's what it transitioned to for me. But then again, <laughs> back th- that paper did not help at all. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> Like I said, man, I don't know what it is, but there's something going on. And it's not fun for me. Yeah, well, thanks for not infecting the microphone. That was that was good. Yeah, yeah, do was good. Uh, that I think the initial part for me was I was so interested, and I would have been happy to talk to anybody about cigars, but my time and budget didn't allow for me to spend time in a lounge right. learning that way. So the only only outlet I had was the internet. Yeah. So now I think I've crossed a threshold. Where it's like, okay, my time is opening up. I've got more people that I call my friends that are uh, is in the cigars as I am, and I have that outlet. So I guess I don't feel the need to find it somewhere else as much as I once did. But again, that's also part of the reason for me that this show is not trying to be an informative show. Clearly, right. it's yeah, supposed we, to be like, no, this is this is what the community of cigars feels like this is what the brotherhood or sisterhood of it feels like. And let's extend that to the people that don't have access to it. Yeah. Come sit, chat with us, try and guess what we're about to say next. Uh, uh, Good luck if you can, by the way. And, and we say it every time I'm going to say it again, get involved, get on the, get on the Facebook group, talk to us, send us an email uh, at the cigar junkies at Gmail. Like uh, we, we want to know, how you feel good or bad get involved with us because that's really what this is for and the people that do we notice you we appreciate you and um you're going to find some benefit to that in the future because we are building some relationships with some people that uh we're going to bring in as sponsors for the show um can't 
can't spoil it for you on what it's going to be yet, but we're going to get to a place where we're going to be able to say, Hey, these people that are, that are participating, we're going to choose somebody and recognize them for it. And you're going to get something awesome out of it. Yeah. And I, I will say though, we had more community input this week than we have in any other two weeks combined, which is awesome. Just random posts from people. And it, it was great. But uh, I, I, I don't know. I like it because as small as our Facebook group is still, the people that we have are loyal and fun and all that. So I, I, I'm glad that that's growing slow because I'm enjoying that conversation with these guys. Absolutely. And, like, we're still at a point where I notice when we lose somebody in the group. Yeah. I was like, hey, we're, somebody, somebody yeah. was like, screw you guys. I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. That was... Uh, that cracked me up this morning because you said that, and I was like, "Yeah, no, it was it was my dad. It was he's, Papa Hoffman. He's now a uh, he's now a seventeen uh, year old Chinese girl, apparently." And he was just like, "Yeah, I'm not dealing with this anymore," and he just deleted it. <laughs> so that's that. Chen Yun, I think, is the the name of it. Well, don't advertise for them. Oh no, I think it's hysterical. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, <laughs> well, Papa's gonna get arrested. For the seventeen-year-old girl's pictures that he's putting out on the internet, right. that he had nothing to do with. Yeah, not, no, no affiliation whatsoever. Yeah, we've all been there. I, I've been. Hold on, knock on wood. I haven't actually been fucking hacked yet. Can you try? No, I, no, I did it on purpose. any harder to make this harder for me to post later. You, you, you don't realize because you come over here, you smoke some cigars, and then uh, you leave. Did I just spike on you? Yeah, be Co- my battle. Corey has to get into the computer and this put this post. on the interwebs, <laughs> and you're just just killing me today, <sighs> banging it up. So how about you do something useful, oh, well, and you get people excited about the good news, everyone. So Olivo releases a series of cigars that we were talking about before the show. It's pretty cool. They they're in a box that looks like a factory. These aged smokes were part of the first ten thousand cigars ever produced in the Tabalisa. Uh, factory when it reopened in 2019 10 count box each stick comes in a coffin that slides into the building shaped box yo so props to oliva because they were like we could come out with a new product or we could come out with a way to sell the old product how can we market this one a little bit better what's going on which cigars aren't performing oh we've had these ones sitting here for two years no one seems to want to buy them I know. Let's Gurkha this cheese it up. <laughs> let's make it pretty. <laughs> no, actually, I, the box is it looks really cool. Super dope. Like I want the box. I, it's I do. pretty amazing. But you gotta, you kind of have to buy the cigars because you need the coffins. And like, if it's displayed somewhere, people are just gonna pull the coffins out one at a time. Honestly, somebody's gonna steal this from me, and that's okay. Um, but if looking at that design, somebody should uh, adopt that and create an advent calendar. Like the Christmas thing? They have one. But is it is it like that, where you slide the little coffin box out for each day? I saw a cigar advent calendar this Christmas. I saw an ad. I've seen them. I've oh, seen yeah, advent they, calendars. They were all like laying sideways. They didn't yeah, slide Yeah, but coffins. like the idea that you would yeah. have this calendar that from the side profile has the little number on it, but then you pull it out and it's actually an individual coffin boxes and you can make them look like presents. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know why fun. I give this stuff away for free. I, that, that was anybody want to hire me? Husto, where you at? <laughs> Told you, Husto. Who? He's not taking your uh, your proposition, bud. I promise you, one day they're going to recognize me as an Aladino ambassador. 
which Whoa. I just made up also. So if you guys come out with that program and don't make me one, I sue you. That's on you. Uh, let's see. So Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Carrillo. I'm going with Carrillo because that's what I said, and that's it. Carrillo. Encore brand hit the market for the first t- time in the spring of 2018 and is now coming out with a Robusto. It's set to retail for $11.90, but the release will be limited for now with an initial shipment of 1,000 boxes of 10. So why is this news? Because they are the only (laughs) cigar brand ever to come out with every size except for the Robusto. Really? Well, because the Robusto and the Toro always come out first. What have you ever seen a cigar that doesn't come in a Robusto unless it's a single size special release like the one we're smoking today? Yeah. But like, you know, when you come out with a... A Coriolina brands. You've got the the Robusto, Robusto Toro. Toro, and then a Gordo usually. Yeah. Like yeah. it used to be different. You used to have Corona, Robusto, Toro, Churchill. Yeah. But now it seems to be gravitating I toward. I wish there was Ro- more Perfectos. I like a Perfecto. They're Perfecto. I I, I just I don't know. I like them. Yeah. yeah. They, they got it. They got it going on. I uh. I, I happen to fall into some weird stuff like the the Lonsdale. Mm. <laughs> Sam's eyes lit up when I said weird stuff. Hey, he's like, like, I had a feeling. Yeah, I mean, we're in his garage. There's some random tie down straps around. I was like, okay, don't touch those ever. Well, they used to be for holding up uh, the generic uh, ghetto uh, air exhaust system. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, you modified. Oh, I'm I'm all about the modifications. You ever hear of a Prince Albert? So anyway, so you, you, you got into some weird stuff like the Lonsdale and what were you what were you saying? I'm gonna get I don't want to continue the other line of thought. So the Lonsdale. Uh, yeah. was pretty much the one that stands out to me. Yeah. Um there are some other ones like Aladino the Rothschild, but I don't think that I tend I, I would not tend to gravitate toward that size if it wasn't for the fact that the blend was better in yeah. that size. So it's not about the size for me. But uh, like a Lonsdale is a very satisfying size. I wish more people made A's, A's too. Like that's another one that I feel like I'm just spouting off all the random sizes yeah. that Aladino does because the Cameroon comes in a Lonsdale. That's the best one of that one. And then the uh, typical uh, Corojo comes in the Patton, which is funny because I've been the only person that I know that has smoked that cigar for like the last three years. I go in the old Allegheny smoke shop all the time, and every time there's the same number I left in that box. They've been sitting on the yeah. same box forever. Now, all of a sudden, it gets rated 93 in Cigar Aficionado, Oof. and no. then our old boy Ringo cha-ching, <laughs> is driving up the demand yeah, by right. posting it. and like, oh, Telling I got a box, and I see all over Facebook, we got them, we got them, we got them, and it's like, I've had them. <laughs> and I've known how good they are for a long time. The cool thing about the size, if you don't know what an A is, it's like a nine or ten uh, by like forty eight. It's like a Churchill on crack. I think it's, it's like it's like lining up two two robustos together. Yeah. And the reason I like it is because I can just sit down and smoke one cigar for the same length of time that I would two without having to cut in light. Yeah. You ever have a cigar and you're like, man, I wish I wasn't done with that. I wish there was more. Pretty much every time. Right. So. I don't know. I love having a poker game. That's the cigar yeah. fire. That's the cigar. Like I know I'm going to be spending hours in an environment where cigar smoking is going to be a part of it. it. Like, let me just rock this out. Don't get me wrong. There's, it's nice to have variety and switching like to different cigars too, but there is a convenience factor there. Yeah. 
No, it, absolutely. I mean, we, we've talked about that before. I mean, I'm not trying to smoke the Woody and have a full day scar, but that's not what I heard. But uh, I, I actually have one in the humidor right now as a birthday present for Uncle Artie. I'm take really? it up to camp. You went that way? Yeah. Dude, I thought you were doing the, the April Fool's. They're $40. Oh, you cheap SOB. Yeah. They're $40. And, and, but and you it was, talked up your game so much. and Like, we were all going to be waiting for the review and his reaction. Part of it was going somewhere that had him. And the other part of it was, too, so the way that it worked out was the wife was like, oh, well, it's actually my brother-in-law's wife's birthday as well. We're celebrating both at camp this weekend. She enjoys cigars also. Mm. So she was like, oh, you should get two of them, one for each. And I'm like, I didn't spend $80 yeah, okay. on two cigars. Yeah, that changes things. And so I was going to get two. And then what happened was I went in. I couldn't find the patent. So I decided to go with a couple of different sticks. So I grabbed, like, a Wild Hunter for him. And I got him a Superfly also. Which one's the Wild Hunter? It's uh, Oscar Valadares. And well. it is the uh, Realtree Camo Band. Oh, that okay. comes in the box that's got... It's a really cool box because it's got the Realtree camo pattern on it. But the weird thing is it's actually fabric stretched over it. So, like, I see them get banged oh, nice. up in the shop so that looks weird. Huh. Um, but it's a f- fantastic stick. I haven't had anything from Oscar that um, I haven't enjoyed yeah. thoroughly. Yeah. Like, I need to try the Superfly. Superfly's great, dude. Do you you like the Leaf Maduro? I like everything Oscar I've had. Everything it, I've had from... It, it's, it's not... It, it is closest to that cigar, I would say. Um, but it's got something, it's got enough variety. It's, it's different enough. That's cool. To want that one every once in a while. Um, very, very full flavor. Very good. And um, so I grabbed two of those for him. And uh, Kyle, my, uh, my brother-in-law's wife, actually does like flavored stuff. So I picked up a, a tin of like cherry infused stuff that I know that she likes for oh, her. Nice. Because they didn't have uh, the patent or the um, the April Fool when I was there, I didn't look. Oh, I didn't look for the April Fool. That's right. But so what happened was then I reached out to Steve uh, or Sarah, masquerading as Steve on his Facebook mm. profile, which is also very possible. Most likely, yeah. Um, because the other people there were like, I I don't know this cigar. I haven't seen it, and I'm like, huh. I know it used to be here, but they moved everything. Yeah. So then it was there. They moved everything again. I don't know where they are, but I'm the only one that buys it. I know they're here somewhere. Couldn't find it. Where is it? <laughs> so your boy Dan was there. No help. Oh, cool. Um, oh, wow. So oh, cool. anything Joe. So anyways, I reached out on Facebook. They said, yep, we've got them. And uh, so I smoked <laughs> the the <laughs> uh, the Wild Hunter and the Superfly for myself, and I went and picked him up, the Aladino Patton. Now, the benefit is... The the April Fool would have been fun for me. I don't know how fun it would have been for him. You get locked jaw. I mean, it's a long yeah, thing. A not to mention the fact that this weekend is not supposed to be beautiful weather. Yeah. So it's like, man, I don't want this guy to have to sit outside for six hours, six hours trying to smoke trying this to thing, get inside, can't can't talk because nine by nine jaws yeah. numb. So I decided to try to go the classy route and get a cigar that I felt was really good, good but is also. A long experience as well. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. I mean, so what's it normally run you to? Start twenty. Oh, how much time? Yeah, uh, two and a half to three hours, I would say. But I smoke generally faster than most people. Yeah. So I would say that most people could expect a minimum of three hours out of that stick if you smoke an average pace. 
Yeah, so the Frankenstein, if you not the Monster Mash one, if you just go in and buy a Frankenstein, that's a solid two and a half hour stick for me. Yeah. And at thirteen bucks, I love Is it. Is it an A? No, it's um Huh. I don't know. Let me Google that while we're uh while we're talking. Well, if it's not an A, Pete Johnson, you can have this one for free. <laughs> Next year, come out with the exact same cigar in the A size, and you could call it the Lurch. The Lurch. Actually, I think the Lurch is on there. I think he already has the Lurch. Well, the Herman Munster, then. There you go. The Monster. He did the mash. Did I know. The it's the mash. It's a 7 and 5 eighths by 49. All right. So you're talking about a Churchill. Yeah. Uh, so why don't we finish out the news? Oh, yeah. I guess, <laughs> I guess we can keep <laughs> We bird walked. That's we fine. bird walked, damn it. Is anybody in a hurry? Oh, look. I, I, I didn't hear I, any objections. None. <laughs> I, none. Uh, hold on. No, I think know. maybe we should even we should consider changing the phrase for this show, Two. since it's a phrase I never heard of before you anyway. You use it more than I do now. I know. <laughs> I think we should change it to the cricket walk. No, I'm not a cricket bro. So, anyways, so the delayed sets of you can stop it now. You can quit. Hey, calm down. <laughs> Sound like my wife in bed. You're gonna. <laughs> you know what? I'll finish out the statement I was going to make. You're going to put me to sleep. Quit. Um, (laughs) So delayed sets of the rare Fuente Fuente Opus X Forbidden X cigars are shipping now. Uh, I knew that they got held up. What was, do you remember what the reason was for that? I don't know. It's Fuente, man. They hold up for everything. Shipping delays. They felt like tobacco delays, uh, weather, hurricanes, uh, COVID. Pick, pick one. (laughs) I'm going to go with COVID just for fun. Uh, let's see, and <laughs> says nobody that's ever had it. Davidoff Cigars unveils Black Band Limited Edition in 2022. It combines the tobaccos of the lines Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. Now, this cigar actually sounds exciting. That that actually does intrigue me, and I'm not a <laughs> Davidoff guy, but, but when I do partake in the Davidoff, it is the darker varieties. Those are my three favorites from them. So, and yeah. that sounds like it could be real interesting. You got the made up word cigar. The Nicaraguan cigar and the swamp tobacco cigar. <laughs> what, what could go wrong? Is Escurio really a made up word? Escurio, yeah. They just made it up, just like yeah, because it sounds like dark, right? Like so, Escuro is what it is basically black, right? Yeah. So Maduro actually translates literally to mature. Right. So people think it means dark. It does not. The right. darkness comes with the fact that the cigar spent more time in the sun and then goes through the extra fermentation process to make it a darker leaf. But Maduro just means mature, and it refers to the time spent creating it, whereas Oscuro means black. Like, it is the reserved, typically, most people reserve them for the darkest shades of tobacco. Now, you got oh, wow. folk like... Uh, San Lucia had uh, a version of the Luchador that was called the Luchador Oscuro, and it was not dark enough to uh, warrant mm. that name as far as I was concerned. But, yeah, yeah. what are you going to do? You Just judge him for it. Yeah, fair enough. Sam? Judged. Judged. I judge all the Sams. No, I I would say the order that I read those into, the order that you had them on, that's the order of my, like, how much I like them. The Oscuro would be my top from Davidoff. Then the Oscuro is really good. And it's that's also fantastic. what makes me know that you'd like the Liga Pravada number nine. Really? Because it is the most Liga nine-like cigar that I can possibly think of. Wow, yeah. it And it is one of my top cigars. I really enjoy that stick. Yeah, it's nice. I, I, I enjoy it as well. Um, the Nicaragua is a, a really good stick. 
and the Yamasa is pretty unique. Um, I enjoy it because it's unique. At least they use my mute button. I'm not even. I'm not even calling you out this time. There not, you go. Nope, not not touching it. Hey, what do we do every week? Just repeat ourselves right. over and over again, That's what and I said. hope I'm not, that I'm people not, keep listening. <laughs> so, what do you think of the cigar so far? Uh, I give it two shrubberies up. Two shrubberies. <laughs> I think we just need to ditch <laughs> our rating system that we put all that time into creating and just say how many shrubberies it is. How many shrubberies? <laughs> no shrubberies. Zero Which, shrubberies. By the way, thanks for picking on me. Didn't didn't catch on. <laughs> didn't catch on very much, but it en- ended up just becoming a Monty Python. Uh, Quote yeah, fest. I was I was hoping it, people would run with it a little bit more. Nobody had fun with it. If you don't know what we're talking about, then shame on you for not paying attention to the Facebook group. Wah, wah, wah. Get on it. <laughs> Check it out. Sam's over there making his own buttons. I was, yeah, I, I'm allowed. Dude, if we if we do T-shirts, like we could do your animated face on a T-shirt, and uh, it could say, it could say, uh, oh god, I'm this. not a cricket bro. And then I'll make we'll make one of my face on it. It says make your own buttons or something. Something shrubbery related. I don't know. <gasps> it's my birthday. <laughs> That's exactly what I was gonna <laughs> fireworks. Say, in the it's background. gonna be fireworks and it's your birthday, and then he uses it mostly for orgies. Mm-hmm. Written along the bottom. Mm-hmm. Never been in an orgy. <laughs> no? No. I think my time's no, passed. I've never never experienced one either, but I, I mm. feel like it just I feel like there'd be a lot going on. It'd be kind of awkward. Yeah. We can just be like, okay, there's just stuff everywhere. Yeah. Then you have to grow a mustache and yeah. have oils and yeah. incense burning all the time. Get really good at rubbing your own nipples. I mean, it's it's awkward. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> Is it an orgy if you... No, two hands would just make it a threesome. What if you What if you were flexible? You got a foot in there, too. Could, could you have an orgy that was self-gratification only? I, mean, I think that's called a circle jerk. Yeah. But if you're the only one like, in the circle. That's just called jerking. I'm going to call it a Mobius strip. A Mobius strip, huh? You mm-hmm. just going that way? 100%. <laughs> I'm going to pull a Mobius. A Mobius. There's something wrong with you, bud. <laughs> that's a made up word now. We should make a cigar called the Amobius. The Amobius? <laughs> <laughs> you came real close. We'll get you later. <laughs> Case swallowed just in time. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> which I, his I got, boyfriends have told him a lot wah, throughout the reads. Quit making your own buttons, bro. No, I'm not. I'm not now I'm going to just keep doing it. <laughs> Again, so, that is the theme. Back to the cigar. What do you think? Oh, this cigar. Um, I forgot I had it, which is funny because I've been looking forward to this all day. Really, this, this is the most I've wanted a cigar in two days ever. Like I was. Is this your first cigar today? Today and yesterday, and it happened oh, yesterday. Either. Yeah. Oh, I know, right? No, I've, I've never smoked this one out of Kajonus. There's three of them, I believe. There's a, the Broadleaf, the Sumatra, and the Habana. Speaking of your pronunciation, which we haven't spoke of in about 15 minutes, oh. I'm going to say that because of the fact that uh, it's a Spanish word, and if you look at the tatuaje, the J is a H, it's probably an H here, too. It's probably the Kajonu. Yeah, I'm going Kajonu because I'm this is America. <laughs> Right. Uh, what's, what's that little ghetto pronunciations what, what, what's with that Sam? Little dog from uh, Taco Bell. What kind of dog is that? A Chihuahua. Yeah, Chihuahua. This is America, damn it. It's Chihuahua. Ain't no W in there. I got nothing. I got nothing yeah. for you. I'm not. No, I'm. No. All I want is tacos now. I'll say, oh, that sounds really good. You oh, know, like Taco it. Bell. Shout out to them because 
I don't believe want, it or not, I don't want their tacos though. Their breakfast is the best breakfast. Really? Of all the fast food breakfasts. It is incredible. Really? And not only that, but they serve you dessert with your breakfast. So you get a crunch wrap. Have you had a crunch wrap there before? Yeah. So imagine crunch wrap, but it's got scrambled eggs and sausage mm. and like salsa in it. Okay. It's so good. Sounds and right. then you go from that to they have Cinnabon bites. So it's basically a little deep fried ball filled with like the cream cheese icing that you get on a cinnamon bun. Yum. Yeah. Okay. That, that. And and you can get a like they come in like a two two pack in like the little fry bag. You know, it's like the standard serving. Mm-hmm. But the power play, if you're a fat kid like me, is to get the the dozen count box. The dozen and just eat them yeah. all on the way home. Yeah. I have the intention of sharing them, but then I start trying <laughs> to do the math, and I'm like, well, 12 of them and yeah. four of us. I could, we could have three, but that gives everybody an odd number. And yeah, It's weird. So everybody should have two, and I'll just eat the rest. And then by the time you get home, you're like, well, that's kind of awkward. I shouldn't have done that. Now they only get two. It's going to be right. weird. So I just eat them all and not tell them we got any. Yeah, that, that makes sense. You nailed it. That's the entire thought process, because what happens is you just go, I'm going to have two. <laughs> They can have two, or I'm going to have three. Oh, yeah. And then you just lose track. You lose count. And then pretty soon you're like, oh, I ate four. That's not going to divide up evenly anymore. I'll take another one. And then you're like, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. Now there's seven left. <laughs> and then when how they're I... half gone, you go, oh, they're going to see the empty space and know how many I ate. And then it's time to destroy the evidence. Yeah, just just make it go away. Mm-hmm. That's We made uh, Easter bunny brownies. So they're about, I don't know, inch and a half, two inch tall mm-hmm. brownies. And uh, yeah, they're they're like perfect bite size, like you know they're equivalent to like brownie bites like that you buy at the store. Yeah, and we made a couple dozen of them the other day, me and the kids. Not enough, and I I can't walk past them. Just see if I the just, bunnies can swim in some milk. And yeah, uh, oh, get dude. into it. And they're they're the ones with like the dark chocolate chips in them too. Yeah, so, nom 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 nom. Do you ever do what I do sometimes? And you go, no. you justify it uh, by going, ah, my wife wouldn't want all these calories anyway. <laughs> No. no, I can't <laughs> my, say I've done that. My, my wife doesn't have a sweet tooth. She she likes savory foods. You uh, know what I mean? So I'm like, I'll get one for me, one for her, one for the kids. And I'm like, ah, the wife wouldn't want one anyways. And then I go, okay, this is going to be very similar to the other story. You're going to notice a pattern developing here. But then I go, okay, I got one for me and one for each of the kids. That'll look good. And then I'm like, but what if my wife decides she wants one? Better get and then I don't have enough for any for everybody. So destroy the evidence. <laughs> Gone. Destroy. Destroy. These are the things I'm going to be talking uh, to my uh, marriage counselor about someday. So what do you think really ruined the marriage? Mm. Well, the fact that I destroy a lot of evidence. That's correct. However, I make up for it by driving very far to get beef jerky. Hmm. Yeah. Not far from me. Might not be too far from you. You're in Elizabeth. You're real close. Yeah. So Periopolis. Yeah. Yeah. 51 Big Barn Country Store. You know Oh, it? yeah. You had their jerky? Mm-mm. Bro. It is, it is pricier than gasoline. Yeah. But the nice thing is you can get it in large quantities, so we don't ever go and get less than a pound, but we got to get a pound of each flavor that we like. So right. the wife likes, um, like, uh, they got a, a spicy teriyaki. That's okay. the one she gets. And I usually get the honey habanero, I think it is. Mm. So... The difference between this jerky and all other jerkies that are easily accessible to us, every single piece just tastes like steak, like soft, soft, soft yeah. steak. 
it is not chewy jerky. Like you bite into it and it just melts in your mouth. And it is incredible. Yeah. I cannot tell you how many times we've made ourselves sick Eating getting that stuff. We go to Nemecolon or to Ohio Pal. We always stop on the Swing. way there. Yeah. It's like, pick up some jerky, and then we drive past it on the way home. And we're like, we're out of jerky. Might It'd be well nice to have some yeah. <laughs> to take home. Okay. I'm going to make this relevant. They also sell cigars and wine. Really? Yeah, they have a tiny little humidor in there. And uh, I think they even have a local brand um, that you... I don't even know if you get them anywhere else. But they have uh, a small... Like a sliding glass door, cabinet humidor, size of a bookshelf. It's, you know, not very big, two feet wide or something, yeah. three or four feet tall. Uh, but they do. They do have a selection of a couple of different sticks in there. And then they've got a wine room on the other side now. And they sell uh, local wine from nice. a winery in the region. And so, yeah, man, it's like a pretty decent little one-stop shop because they got like all the cool old school candy like that you used to be able to get yeah. everywhere that you can't find anymore my wife stops there when she goes down to virginia because her uncle really likes the mexican hats the cinnamon i mean they call it mexican hats they look like sombreros they're just little yeah. cinnamon things i think they're nasty but her uncle loves them and now uh, that's the only place that anybody knows to get them well let's talk about uh the events what's happening in the old berg in in the berg this uh this week what we got coming up for uh, the cigar junkies out there looking for somewhere to interact with their fellow junkies. Uh, first I got for you is these are not in uh, chronological order. I uh, type them Fail. as I get them. Yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, so we have a Hamlet event at Smokin' Bridgeville on Wednesday, April 27th. If you're like Sam and you are unaware of what uh, Shakespeare has to do with cigars, uh, Hamlet is the name of one of the people in uh, the Rocky Patel affiliation there in his uh uh what do you call that uh, what was the hbo show when you got the group entourage. of people he's, he's part of the rocky patel entourage, entourage. Yeah. that's how we're going to refer to it uh so uh pop in there visit my boy brendan and get some deals on the hamlets uh then we got the not the smoking bruise sam but the smoking brunch smoking get you some mimosas or whatever it is they have at those i don't think i've ever had a brunch before uh well i mean never had brunch i've had Pittsburgh brunch. But you've I've never been actually at, like properly done brunch. I've I've done Eaton Park's breakfast lunch buffet. No, no. No, no not a proper brunch. That's just sad. I think it's just an expensive way to small sell uh, small portions and leftover orange juice. Yes. But mimosas and everybody there's drinking them, so it's acceptable to drink at eleven thirty. That's fair. I but I don't like uh what's the other one with the tomatoes juice? Uh, Bloody Mary's. Oh, you're not a Bloody I'm not Mary a Bloody guy. Mary guy. Although I've grown, I've grown as a person, oh, not vertically, but <laughs> width wise, my belt, my belt size is bigger now. Maybe I'd like him. I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to, I'll have to talk to my buddy and get some of his recipes for his Bloody Marys. Cause I was never a Bloody Mary guy. And then he converted me. No, oh, let's get at it. We, we, we uh, like to look at the different pairings that we can do here. We could do a, a Bloody Mary one of these days. Yeah. However, we would have to actually actively think about a cigar to pair it with, which we suck at. Yeah. Picking things in advance is not our strong suit. Uh, so back to it. Old Allegheny Smoke Shop has uh, a CAO event coming up um, with uh, Rick Rodriguez. There's going to be giveaways. Uh, they got Rowdy's Barbecue. And I did not write the date down. I might have it in the other room. Uh, if you want to read off the next one, I can go check my notebook. I think I just didn't translate it into word. 
Roger that. Um, on the 18th, there is a event at Smokestack. Uh, it's an Oliva event with Josh. It's going to be from 5 to 10. Uh, so stop out. See those guys out there. I have not made it up to the Smokestack yet, so I'm not really sure how it's laid out or how they kind of rock and roll up there. And the last one on the list is Superior Smoke Shop. Uh, they're having an Altidus event with MAME from 4 to 8. Uh, there's deals in Mun Hall and Bessemer as well, but the actual event will be in Natrona. That is accurate. And uh, good for me, I did write down the, uh, the date of the event. It's going to be on the 21st. Uh, I think the problem there was I was calling a different shop while Why? I was typing it into the computer. So I, I started typing the next one without putting the date in. Sorry, guys. At least you didn't type the wrong one in. That, that would be kind of a you know douche move. Well, I mean, at the same time, who's to say I didn't write down the wrong number? So this is true. You know, yeah. it's a little early for the congratulations. <laughs> yeah, it has not been yet Earl verified. So Earl, the resident fact checker. Right. Only problem is he won't listen to this show until October. Yeah, I know. He, he, he stays like a little behind on it there, doesn't he? Quit talking about Earl's a little behind. A little behind. Just talking about Earl. About Earl. Um, you want to talk <laughs> about what cigar we're doing next week? Uh, I suppose we can. We actually chose one yeah. ahead of the show. We discussed so, like, it, congratulations it. to us. We are. We yeah. are uh, maturing. We're maduroing, Ma- damn it. Mature. Um, we're going to be doing the Room 101 12th anniversary no word on the size but if you check in on the facebook group i'm sure we can let you know yeah i think i think that also only comes in one size i'm actually checking right now how you feeling about participation so you mentioned you had somebody you wanted to go with when we were on the phone yesterday uh Should it's I... been a long day yeah that's why I was the last kind of, couple days i actually texted to you earlier like hey who did you say and what for? i don't remember yeah. Although, if I mentioned it in passing, I don't know. But I, I do have a strong thought, and I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to my my homeboy Bubba Snacks, who is actually the uh, the maintenance person in my department at oh, work nice. at US Steel, and uh, <laughs> you asked, we asked, um, what is the cigar accessory that you've always wanted, and Bubba came in hot. He went all the way. Lots of people are like. Yo, I've always wanted a V cutter or like a butane torch with two torches. And yeah. Bubba was like, yo, how about a cigar store Indian? And I could get down with that real quick. Right. Put like a lightsaber in his hand. He'd fit right in. <laughs> you absolutely could pull that one off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I ever open me a cigar shop, it's going to be an Indian with lightsabers. With lightsabers? Mm-hmm. Oh, don't be, don't be, don't be uh, selling my idea to nobody else now. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I think if I did it, mine, mine would have a shotgun axe. A shotgun axe? Yeah. Did you just make that up? No, it's from. Uh, uh, I can't remember what it's from. I can, I can remember the conversation, but I can't remember who it was or what show it was. <laughs> so, th- I sent you a picture of my meat this week, didn't I? Your what? My meat. Yeah. Do you ever check your texts? Not really. The great thing is Sam just looks completely in shock. The The strange thing is, is he yes, actually... Yes, you did I, send me your meat. You did send me <laughs> was a ribeye or something, right? I, I felt like you were going to be scared to look, but you actually dove right into it. And again, 
I made it relevant it because just, it's a tomahawk steak. Yes. And one of the kids was like, why do they call it a tomahawk? And I'm like, because it. it looks like a tomahawk. He's like, what is that? Like an axe? Yeah. Like a little throwing axe. The, kid the Indians used to kill white people is? with. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, so, right? Actually, they do... Um, you ever see the places that do like the local forges where you can forge your own weapons in the class? Like you can yeah. make like a little railroad tie knife and stuff like that. Yeah, actually, one of our listeners, my buddy Joe, is real big into that stuff. Joe, Joe, big Joe. So, um, I actually saw that there's there's a place in Pittsburgh that does it. It's like uh, huh. Steel City Forge or something like that. And uh, they were talking about it whenever I went to start working at my current job because they have like a program where you can go do classes on the company's dime. And I forgot to follow up and find out if as a manager, I am eligible for that program. But one of the things they do is they, you can go to the forge and they'll pay for you to make a weapon. Hell yeah. Which seems like a really bad idea for a place that has so much security, but a great investment to like train you how to make weapons. But like, Hey, you know what, what are you going to do? COVID? Yeah. Um, you know, we have the breakdown of society in progress, so it's a useful learning tool. I need someone to make the shotgun axe but for me. But that is 100% the thing that I would make given the opportunity is a tomahawk. Is a tomahawk? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. But, dude, tell me how good my meat looked. Dude, it was spot on. <laughs> you, you nailed oh. it. He had that right amount of rare. Like, you got to do it in the smoker. It's about to move. You got a smoker? Oh, yeah. I have a Weber Smoky Mountain. Uh, what is that? Pellet? Charcoal? Electric. Yeah, charcoal. Propane. Charcoal, but I, I use a lot of wood supplement too. So, like, I'll actually heat it off wood. They're not technically designed for it, but I mean, so I got the, the cheap reasonable. way. I like to call mine the uh, the man's crock pot. Okay, <laughs> we should. I should come out with my own call it the crock of shit. <laughs> Did I get you? Yeah, almost timing. Almost, I, roll, I rolled I my tongue it back, on, man. It's not as much fun if I do it on purpose. As soon as I heard the tone in your voice change, I wrapped my tongue <laughs> You're around like, oh, it. He's like, coming nope, for nope. me. He's I coming knew. for me. I'm like, not, don't swallow it. Don't do nothing. Just hold it and wait. That's not the first time that a uh, guy saying something made you wrap your tongue, tongue back and it. just Here start we go. Here we go. Anywho, time to swallow. Do, would you like to tell me about your, uh, your croc smoker? <laughs> so I have an electric. I have an electric master yeah. belt. And so, like, you know, it's just easy. Temperature control is automatic, right? Like, to be honest with you, if I had the money, I'd probably upgrade to a pellet uh, a pellet fed that's electric fed. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it works really well. It really does. It's so easy. Um, I've, I do briskets and stuff in there every year. Yeah. Um, and, uh, no, the key to it is you get yourself a good uh, temperature probe. I got one on Amazon that has four probes. And it's a wireless unit, so you leave one unit with the probes in the smoker. Okay, the other one. And then you take the other one with you. Mine is good enough that I could have it in here in the garage in the basement while the smoker's out there. Is and it the it'll, orange one? But yeah. Yeah, I have the same one. And so you set the temperature. You, there's, there's pre-selections out there, or you can put it to whatever you want. And so what I'll do is... Um, like uh, medium rare is like 135 to 140, somewhere in that, that range. Sounds right. So I usually set it for 130 because once it reaches that point, it's going to keep going yeah. on its own anyway. So it'll usually stop at 135, which is like perfect medium rare. Yep. You pull it off. And then I have, um, I'm very fortunate. My grill has a, um, a burner on the outside, a searing burner. Oh, nice. Okay. So if you're not familiar with that, basically it's like a little section of grating where, all the fuel comes out 
like all at once. Yeah. And so it's just like pure fire. And so I'll take and took the tomahawk steak, which is this thing is three pounds. They're only 30 bucks at Sam's Club. Damn. That's enough for me, my son, and my wife yeah. and the leftovers. And so you put it in the smoker, wait for it to hit. You pull it off where it's going to be 135, which means it's medium rare inside and out the whole way across. Then you throw it on, do the Pittsburgh sear, yep. and just caramelize the outside, crisp up the outside of it. And it's you can see by the pictures, it's fantastic. Yeah. No, you nailed it. Uh, so mine, my smoker is... It looks like it's a bullet smoker, right? So you got the basically the bottom half of a kettle on the bottom and then an extension and then a, a kettle lid. And what I'll do is I'll run the smoker on things, get it up to temperature, then I'll pull the center section out and I'll actually take and throw the grates directly onto the charcoal and then use the lid and put it down on top of it. And they call it a, oh crap. I can't believe I can't think of it right now. Because you of all people would appreciate it. It's a blah, blah, blah. Uh, They call it putting it into uh, Death Star mode. Because it just looks like this little little Death Star. And, uh, yeah, but but I can get get the temperature in that rocking, like, ripping. So, and I'm only, when I put the grates on it, I'm only like an inch and a half off the charcoal. So, what I'll do is I'll get a full uh, charcoal starter of like coals going get them fully blazing just leave them wide open dump them in a small pile and put the steak right over top of it and if you want to blacken the steak that's the way man because it's right now i think it's like sounds like more work than mine but okay i think it's like 50 seconds per side like and that's cooked like that's even if you don't put it on the grill first if you just want to like do one quick you can hit it 50 seconds on one side 50 seconds on the other pull it off wrap it in tin foil let it rest down slow spot on so what I was looking for and failed to find, because I don't remember what I did with it, is I've got a little journal, um, and I tried to, I prepared for the show, but I didn't prepare to have this on the show, because mm-hmm. I can't find a damn book. Mm-hmm. But basically what it is, is I just started trying to keep track of what I smoked during the week. Nice. So that I could actually remember. And I don't remember everything that I had. I knew it at Rojas. It was okay. Um, but I don't... Which Rojas? I don't remember. Blue? Blue band, yeah. Yeah, the bonnet. I really like that. I, it wasn't bad. It was just okay. Yeah, Dave only me. has the Lancero, though, and I really want to try it in a bigger format. I think it would be excellent in a bigger format. You like everything in a bigger format. You're damn right I do. Um, so one of the other things I did is I did... I, I didn't stray too far from my comfort zone, but it was a little bit. It's been a while since I've done uh, the Aladino, Connecticut, mm. and I remembered really liking it and recommending it to you. Um, so I wanted to try it again, and I'll tell you what, it's fantastic. Really? It really is. It is like a lot of Connecticut's have um, a drying effect for me. Um, dry my palate out a little bit. It's a little bit more that like a Davidoff has like a barnyard, but I, I, I always establish it as like something that I would think appeals more to an older, okay. older cigar smoker. Um, but that, that Aladino Connecticut is freaking mouthwatering. And I assure you guys, I'm still on my knees begging, but I, we are not sponsored by Aladino at all. I just, I, lately it's been what I've been gravitating toward. It's, you know, I, I really enjoy their products and you know, when you have a platform to, speak about what you love that's what you do yeah and um 
it just so happens that I love most of their stuff. Yeah, I'm a fanboy for Black Label and Tatawahe, but I am not on your level. I am not. I do not share your <laughs> commitment for. A you're company. not dry begging yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't share your commitment <laughs> for a company. Well, um, I'm gonna tell you straight out, smoke it. Yeah, uh, smoke it this week. Like I, I don't want to go crazy with going out. I'm trying to recommend Aladinos to you to smoke on the show all the time. So you'll have an opportunity. Pick one up at the shop, smoke it. I promise you won't be uh, disappointed, and you can let me know what you think about it next week. Well, maybe. Maybe we'll do that in about two weeks. We'll do that with the coffee. You know what? I've got a really good idea. Let's, let's, let's do this. We don't always have to smoke the same thing, especially if it's a cigar that one of us has had, the other hasn't, mm. right? So in this case, I really like the cigar. I know that I do. I think you will also. So I'm going to pick that one for you. You pick a shade for me that you think that I'll like, a shade you, wrapped. You said you've had the Reza Sharon, right? I have. Yeah. Well, but, but, you know, we've got, we're putting a two week window on it, so we can come in the, you get a little bit of time to think, Let, let's uh, do no pressure. Let's do a tentative two week. Yeah. I mean, we can push it. If, if something comes up, yeah. we'll push it, but that'll be a good idea for show. Um, I pick your shade, you pick mine. But I say we do a shade leaf with coffee. That, yeah. I agreed yeah. with you. That's um, definitely, I like that. And so what we'll do is the other half of it will be, we'll start off with a clean coffee and then we'll spike it. Yeah, we're going that way. Here's the thing. I had something. Depends on one, what we spike it with. I had something one time that I thought was going to be stupid and terrible that a guy asked for. I facilitated his drink preference <laughs> here, as I do. I'm not good at many things, but I'm a good host when it comes to alcohol. Yeah, you Beverages, are. I got you covered. Um, so I'll just tell you straight up what it was. So I was making coffee. Uh he, he was like, I just want to splash. So he had, uh, he was drinking tequila straight. I believe oh. he had the, the Coralejo Silver, right? And what we did was, he said, do you have any ice? And I, of course, have the ice ball cube, mm-hmm. uh, the ice ball molds. So I brought down an ice ball, put it in there, and put a splash of coffee on that. I did. I'm like, that's going to be stupid. There's no way that's good, dude. He gave me a sip. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I cannot picture that being good, but I've no, I'll try yeah, twice, like man. it doesn't have any, it doesn't have any right to be. Yeah. but it really was. I was I mean, like blown away. I've done a good bit of coffee and bourbon, you know, with a splash of bourbon in it. I love that. But, so that sounds like a good time. Yeah. Here's what we're gonna do. So we'll start with the clean coffee for both of us, and then when we go to spiking, we're gonna stick with it. You're giving me your shade. I give you mine. And then I'll do coffee and bourbon. You'll do coffee and tequila. And uh, we'll yeah, see. we'll try it. I, that sounds fun. Yeah. What do you think of uh, what do you think of the Willet Rye? Uh, it's good. I like it. It's yeah, kind I really of for do. a rye. It's really sweet. Right? Yeah, it is nice. It's nice. I think I'd be second to favorite rye to, rye uh, bourbon I've ever had, or rye whiskey I've ever had. Uh, second to the Angels Envy. Yeah, see, I haven't had the Angels Envy rye. I would say this is probably my favorite it, rye, and it, then Wiggle was actually a close second. I like bourbon better than I like rye, mm. and I love Angel Envy bourbon, but I like the rye better. Yeah. It's actually like a rare situation where it's like, well, okay, like the opposite is is better. Have you me. had Wiggle's rye? No. Yeah, well, I'll have to bring a bottle over. But right. I do work out. I work out. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I chewed that up pretty bad but a hey, little bit you but yeah you're good no uh wiggle has a fantastic one 
Uh, fantastic rye whiskey. I'll tell you this. I've got to about the halfway point, <laughs> maybe a hair past this on the cigar. Now it's starting to feel like a stick for me. Really? And that does happen occasionally it's, for me where usually it's the first third I don't enjoy as much as the rest of the cigar. Um, but I think for me, pulling in the tar, pulling in the flavors, you're kind of starting to heat things up, getting a concentration of what the stick's got going on, and this is starting to open up for me to be way more in my wheelhouse yeah. than it was in the in the beginning. Yeah, there's a lot of flavor going on in this. Uh, with this head cold, though, it's killing me right now. I can't. I know I'm enjoying like the flavors of it, but I can't differentiate at all. It's driving me nuts. Differentiate. But I'm actually smoking faster than you this time, which is really strange. It's because I'm talking more. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm definitely hesitating talking a good bit, too, because of the whole, you know, my head feels like it's the size of an elephant. It's, uh, the it's, it's a lot side. of fun. Oh, so I did the cellophane cut, and I used a straight cutter today. Okay. Just change it up. I was like, eh. How you feel? Feels like I'm smoking a cigar. <laughs> Here's the thing. A lot of people, I think, have a tendency early on to gravitate toward V-cuts because they're not great when you first start smoking cigars. Like, there is a technique to using a straight cut. Oh, yeah. And if you do it poorly, you're going to get a lot of debris in your mouth. Yeah. It just happens. However, I think that if you do a, a straight cut properly, you're not going to get any more than you do on a V-cut. No. I, and and I, I think it opens the cigar up a, a little bit better. Uh, there are people that will take the opinion of you're, you're focusing the smoke into a smaller channel and all that stuff. There's also the argument for the punch for the same reason. Yeah. Um, but for me, I've, I've, I've varied my cuts. And uh, I've never had a noticeable difference uh, in terms of the taste. So for me, it's just all about how can I pull the most out of the cigar, and that's a straight cut. Yeah. Less likely to resistance. I get more flavor from a V cut because it hits my tongue a different way. Like the smoke comes in in different directions. Instead of coming straight down the cigar, it actually angles because of, this, of that. I enjoy that a little bit more. That being said, if I just move my tongue over a little bit while I hit the cigar, it makes no difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it's because we've discussed it enough times. There's not, I don't think the cut makes a difference. I don't like a punch because it's too restricted to me. I don't like, yeah. I don't like that restriction. I agree. Not. And it's the same thing for a V cut for me. It's not a lot. It's a lot less restriction, but it is some. No, and I'd rather just go open. I'll say a, a V cut out of one of those bench tops, like you got over there. Those I don't like. Yeah, at enough. all. Um, but like a Calibri or a Zycar V cutter, they actually get they get deeper, deep enough. Into There's the, a the, difference yeah. between a V and a deep. There's v. definitely a quality for difference sure. in the cut, and it's it's a cleaner cut too. So let's let's. Um, circle back do you have like one particular accessory and it could be an accessory that you own or it could be an accessory that you've always wanted is there like a standout favorite for you no but so i mean you know i'm not a collector of anything sure i don't i own exactly three cigar lighters two maybe three oh no i have two i have a crappy cutter in the garage so i, I have three or four cutters i have a good zycar a good calibri cutter i've got a good zycar lighter now i've got two crappy lighters i've got a travel humidor i have a desktop humidor and that is all of it that's everything i have it could be a high-end crazy thing yeah. that you would never buy but you've never looked at anything and went like that's nah, fuck 
Crazy. I, I really want one of the um, the uh, climate controlled like mini fridge humidors. Okay. I really yeah. want one of those. A wine door. Yeah. Most people would refer to those as like a yeah. Audu. Yeah, the, one of the Audus. Actually, the Audu is the one that I recommended. My buddy Dan, you were talking about, and he's been he's loved his since he got it. So, like you've asked me before, what my goal for the show is, and that has been one of the things in the back of my head, like. I'd like to get to a point where somebody will send us one of those just to review it and check it, check out. it out. And uh, so then have it linger. If there's any Audu representatives <laughs> <laughs> listening, we'll take two. Yeah. Um, I but can, I can tell you the little Audu works really well. The bigger one I haven't seen. Um, I, I really want to see like a good. I've read I've seen a lot of videos of it, but I want to see a good Audu to new air head to head. The only problem is the Audu doesn't have heat, and the New Air does, and that that's a big difference. Like, when all right, you, well, screw you, Audu. Yeah, uh, New we, Air, we we we'd like to try one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> New Air is definitely kind of the the cat's ass because we're in Pennsylvania. Yeah, it, you know, yeah, you need temperature control. You you need to control. You know, I've already done it ghetto ghetto yeah. wise on mine. Yeah, it, 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 makes it was it necessary. Um, so for me. The, the difference between us is if you know me, you know, I have enough accessories that right. I could open an oh, accessory yeah. shop. I have a ridiculous amount of accessories. And so I have a few favorites off the top of my head of things that I have. One of them's Iron Man, which is the Zycar uh, yeah. Volta quad flame uh, table lighter. And it is so satisfying <laughs> and it's yeah. so large it, and it's loud. Yeah. Dude. Like. Yeah, you're probably what six eight inches from the mic there. Uh, closer than that, but okay. yeah, it's I a focused see. microphone. Yeah, it, it. The thing is loud. It's a jet engine, baby. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is the beautiful cigar stand that I have behind me, mm -hmm. and the story with that was so th it's a since you guys can't see it at home, it's a a stinky ashtray stand. Um, but I I thought it was real cheesy the first time I saw it, but I ordered one for my dad for Father's Day. Because it was like right after he got me in the cigars. And it is a vertical cigar ash down with a plate on top for your ashtray to sit on your stinky ashtray. And the plate is made up of matches uh, that go around in a circle. So it's like it, it is. In, I would say it's kind of cheesy. If you're not a it's cigar cheesy, smoker, but when you get it into it, it's like, that's so cool. Yeah, it is what it is. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome because I, it, this is a perfect scenario uh, of doing the show. I have so many things cluttered around me in front of me that there's not really room for an ashtray. So having yeah. a floor ashtray is great in a lot of situations to have it stood up to where it does not have to take up table space. Another thing is poker. And board games, which are the other yeah. two things that we use this room for. So, like, you can't really take up your table space with the ashtrays that gets in the way. Um, so it's really handy to have uh, the stand. And that thing's, like, 190 bucks or something like that on the Internet. And uh, so I grab one for my dad. And then I, I feel like there was one day I was on Cigar Monster or something, and it was, like, a 30% off. It was, like, something ridiculous. And I was like, I screw one. it. I want one, too. <laughs> Mine. So I ended up with it. Uh, in terms of something I'd want, I've always seen some pretty crazy stuff that like my answer to the question was I'd like a, a wall unit or a, even a, a small walk in, which I could build myself. But the problem becomes who's going to stock it for me because I can't afford to. And that that's it with the walk ins. I mean, that I struggled with that myself because I was going to get 
The reason I didn't buy the Audu when he bought one is I was planning on buying a 2000 count Remington light. I was going to put that in my basement because I'm like, I, I was building my collection pretty, pretty quickly at the time. And uh, I was like, all right, I'm just going to, I'm just going to bite the bullet, buy this thing. It's like a, you know, half the size of a fridge. And I think it was 1900 They're bucks. pretty too, man. They're, they're some of the wooden ones. You put the LED yeah. lighting inside of them and stuff like they are super pretty. Yeah. But I like it because it, it's hot, it's cold. It's yeah. 2000 cigars. Yeah. It's it, hard to go humi- wrong. There's the a lot of good things all built into it. Like that's it. I, or no, I think it's, I think it's $2,900. It's yeah. a little pricey, but yeah, but I mean, the same not point. not for what you're getting, but right. if for you know, it, it's a it's a step. That's yeah. a big step to take. And I was waiting to do that step, and then I just I don't know. I backed off of it, and then so I built my office, which you saw, mm-hmm. and I think I'm gonna take out that wall where the light switch is at the end of the desk where I told you I'm gonna put a recliner. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna where the light switch is. I'm gonna build that out and put a cabinet there, and I'm gonna build one of those into the wall there. Yeah, for sure. And then have. You know, like the printer stand and stuff like that outside of hers in my office, because I basically hermetically sealed that entire office. Like it, it's as soon as I get the door sweeps on, that thing is completely going to be sealed. Yeah, yours is way better than mine. I can't smoke a cigar in here if the wife's trying to sleep upstairs. It interferes. Yeah, I pulled every electrical box uh, when I was framing it in, and I siliconed every outlet of the the electrical boxes where the nails went through it. Uh, around the boxes to the drywall, I siliconed every crack, crevice. I siliconed all of the joints in the drywall before I put the putty on. I went way overkill. But the deal was, I could only smoke cigars in there as long as she never smelled it outside of that room. Yeah. And then I have a negative air system on it, and I have a purifier in it. And it's only 60 square foot. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of the wife, there's uh, been a theme to this week. And the theme was, let's screw with Corey. <laughs> so you picked up on it, huh? It was uh, <laughs> it was abundantly clear. I was just having fun. Mm-hmm. Family style. <laughs> we want to share with the uh, the people out there that also enjoy my torment. So he he texts me. He's like, hey, are you going out Lena house? Yeah. I never picked up our cigars, so I have to. He's like, well, I got a box of uh, mine coming in. Can you grab them? Be my cigar mule. I said, I, I, that's, I your, that's your new name. <laughs> cigar mule. I said, you know, I got to go. He's a mule. I'm going out in the morning. If they're there, I'll grab them. If they're not, you know, you're SOL. Cool. So I ran out and I got them. But I didn't tell him I got them. So it's getting later in the day and he's asking. And I'm working a double and I'm stressed and I'm <laughs> really looking forward to tear it into this box of cigars. I think you asked me like three or four times before you like directly were like, hey. I was I was hitting do around. Do you have them or not? Yeah, I wasn't and trying I was to be because you're doing me a solid. Absolutely just not responding on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like I saw the first one where you're like, hey, you got my Dinos. Or it was like you said something and hey, did you get my Dinos? <laughs> I started Dinos? off with like a, I was like, I don't want to ask him directly. So I'm going to say something silly first because it's in character yeah. for me. So I'm like, wubba wubba dub dub. And, <laughs> and you sent something back that was just nonsense. I think it was just like heebie deebie jeebie or That's something exactly like that. That's exactly what like, you I did. I don't know, like whatever. Well, my thing was actually a quote. It's Rick and Morty. Yeah, it's like it they're making fun of uh, people that have catchphrases. Wubba lubba dub dub. And he's like, "That's my catchphrase now." Wubba lubba dub dub. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, so that was how I tried to break the ice, and he wasn't having it. Yeah, and I then was... so I went with Dino, 
and uh, which would be an awesome cigar. Yeah, I, you know, I know you're listening, Trey. Right, purple band. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And uh, so then, would you come back with Alibaba? I started. No, I started singing Prince Ali, fabulously Ali Baba, and you were like, "Not Aladdin, you asshole, Aladino." Mm-hmm. And I think we went back four or five times, and then, then he finally was mad enough. He called. Mm-hmm. And what did you do? I. I did nothing. I had nothing well, to do with that. Well, you outsourced my I, misery. No, I, I don't know what you're talking about. She just grabbed my phone and answered it, which mm-hmm. she does all the time on her And own. already knew what the what the play was? <laughs> yeah. She was just magically prepped. Oh, yeah. She, she was ready for that one. You outsourced it. You, you're <laughs> like, his secretary. I know what happened. The phone started ringing. You flipped it over. It, it was my number. Laughing. And you handed it to her. I looked at her and I was like, so phone voice, Samuel Hoffman's phone. And she goes, oh, seriously, I don't want to do this right now. And I was like, you're going to play along. She goes, fine. <laughs> and sure enough. And then it was cool because she answered it on speaker. And uh, he's like, hey, man. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, wait, wait, wait you're not. Uh, uh, oh, Sound crap. very similar. I was going to yell at him. <laughs> and then I, I was I, ready to. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, now I got to censor myself. And then the dog started barking, so she put it on phone, and I couldn't hear, hear your conversation. Yeah, it was basically like going, okay, like I'm mad at your husband. Help me out. I need to know. And then, you know, like a champ, she just keeps effing with me. Oh, yeah. Me. No, my and wife I'm is like, way worse than me. You don't know what kind of day I'm having. Can you just <laughs> let me know? Please. Like, I've got, I've got uh, $200 sitting outside of my house. I need to know if I could bring it inside. <laughs> like, just give me something. <laughs> And I was like, you know, I like you better than him. Just tell me. And she's just like refusing. And I'm like, you're making the list, lady. <laughs> Dude, she scares me. So uh, good luck on that. Yeah. Oh, trust me, I'm more scared of mine than I am of yours. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, they, they, they're. It's amazing how much control they can gather, isn't it? So, what do you think of my question today on scar fanatics? Did you see some of those answers? I didn't see any answers. We, we didn't really like because I didn't. At all. I, I I was the first to answer. Yeah, I remember that. I don't remember the question or my answer, uh, and I didn't have time to check back in because again, this has been some of the most fast-paced so, uh, hours of my life. I was gonna touch base on just like two or three of them, just because I touch them. I asked as like a last-minute thing. I was like, yeah, here, like, let's go. And I touch myself. Um, so Mark Jenkins, well, how many how many appendages? Mark Jenkins said. Fidel Castro was targeted with poison cigars. The CIA Sam, was given. You didn't tell him what the question was. I'm not gonna. You're just telling the answers. I'm just saying fun facts. All it is is give me random. All right, so I said, "Hurry, we're recording the podcast tonight, and I want some weird facts about cigars. The stranger, the better." Where was this post? Uh, cigar fanatics. Hey. Uh, Mark Jenkins said Fidel Castro was targeted with poison cigars. The CIA was given instructions to use their medical services team in 1961 by the U.S. government who wanted a plan for killing Fidel Castro through his cigars. The Cigargate operation fell apart when it became clear that he knew what had been planned and said publicly about finding tasting notes of leather and gargonzola. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, what a champ. Like, oh, you're trying to kill me? Mm. Yeah, this is uh, leather and gargonzola in these. Thanks, guys. <laughs> it doesn't help, too, when the guy just has... <clears throat> A whole country of factories making oh, what yeah. he wants yeah. only for him. Yeah. His cigar. Mm. Like he, he he's reminds me of the plot of the interview a little bit, which is on your recommended watching list. I know, I know. I I I was waiting for that one to come up. Actually, all right, well, keep going. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, you can smoke a cigar with your butt. Put the tip in and squeeze. <laughs> the contractions will pull the smoke into your butt. I mean, so a friend told me. Very similar to my response. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that was uh, Damiano Albanese. So thank That's you, cool, sir. Yeah, exactly. Damiano. Probably um, not cigars used to be prizes at fairs. Yes, they That's did. That's where the phrase close but no cigar came from. And do you know which game specifically it was? I'm going to guess something that you have to get close. You're so creative, Samuel. It is the uh, the big hammer and the bell ringing. Oh, really? That's that's the Dude, origin that's of like the, the phrase. One for me. That's like the only the only game I've ever wanted a fair. Yeah, they they'd have a box of cigars there, and uh, you get close if you hit, if you ring the bell, you get a cigar. Hmm. If not, you were close, but no cigar. But no cigar, or you might not have been close. I don't know. Yeah. So any, I'm going to clarify before I read the next one. I, we did not fact check any of this <laughs> at all. Like literally we, I sent this, got in my car and drove here. That's, that's another thing. This intro is just going to get longer and longer and longer. Yeah. But that should be like, we'll get your wife to do the phone voice. <laughs> Warning. None of the information you're about to hear has been fact checked. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, real factual authenticity made valid by trueness. Maybe we could get Alexa to say it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Winston Churchill was known to love cigars. Duh. And knew it would be difficult for him to stop smoking before his first flight at higher altitudes. So to prepare, he ordered the creation of an oxygen mask that would accommodate cigar smoking so what he could a smoke on his voyage as what well. What a baller. I can't see that being true, but at the same point, I'm like, it's Churchill, so it really might. I mean, we don't really know what happened to the Hindenburg. No. No, we don't. You know. Moving on. Things are starting to add up. Um, I like this one a lot. So this is from Beer Grill. I'm sorry. I can't wait for Earl to write it and be like, we know exactly what happened to the Hindenburg. Oh, right. He's like, I <laughs> like was a, there. A w- Wikipedia yeah. link. <laughs> yeah. So the Winston Churchill comment was by Daniel Engel Jr. Um, let's see. Beer Grills posted, not, nice. not bear, beer. Hell yeah. Uh, when J.C. Newman was a kid to save money for the week on lunches, in the lunch line at school, he would sneak a pickle and hide it in his soup so he would have an extra snack to fill up on because he was so poor and wanted to save as much as he could from his lunch allowance that he was given. The lunch ladies never saw the pickle in his soup each day when he went to go pay for his lunch. What's that got to do with cigars? It's just a fun cigar fact. I mean, it's strange. It's weird. I, I don't know. It's not like awkward, awkward. <laughs> that is now my favorite disgusting phrase for a sex act. The J.C. Newman pickle? No. No. Pickle soup. Pickle soup. <laughs> hey, baby. Want some pickle soup? Oh, I've heard this one before from Scott Pattison. JFK ordered 1,200 hand-rolled Cuban cigars a couple hours before initiating the embargo. Yeah, I've heard that too. Uh, let's see. He says that he gave a presentation back in his college days about the embargo and dropped that fact on his class, and the professor loved it. So... Thank you guys for the comments. Really appreciate it. There are a bunch more on here, and I would love to give you guys love. But, um, you know, Kent Buffington says that his poop sometimes smells like cigars, so that's apparently a thing. Oh, what kind? Bro, you need to up the cigar purchases. Whatever you're buying, it is not good. Yeah, you're not buying. Buy better cigars. We do not not generally cigar shame, but but I'm going to make an exception for you. Because it sounds like the cigars you're smoking, sorry, Dad, are shit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
is um, not good. And by the way, I think that's probably something similar happened for prohibition. Yeah. It's like, how are we going to fix this country? I got an idea. Let's outlaw alcohol. Okay, but hold on. Yeah, Jack Daniels. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let me uh, let me stock up real quick and then make it illegal. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's one other one on there, and I feel like it fit more with your controversy question than it did with my question. So he said, "All plume is mold." Right. People get so passionate about this. The passionate whole about plume. That's a bumper sticker right there. Right. Passionate about the plume. Um, that could also be a sex act. I have no idea what my thoughts are on plume because I've heard so many different arguments Uh, and most of them have been good. And here's the thing is there is definitely there's, there's a thing that's a clear delineation, right? Between what people call plume and what people call mold. And there's a lot of people that blur those lines by taking a picture of a moldy cigar. and Look at my plume. Right. But I mean, it could be a different kind of mold that looks different. Mm. I don't, I don't know. I've heard, I've heard that all plume is mold, and that makes sense to me because you're, you're, I mean, you're giving a perfect breeding ground for mold. So the explanation. Do you know what the the people that would argue the other direction their explanation for what it is? It's the crystalline salts pulling from the oils. Yeah, like the the crystallization of the oils. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I I get that as a separate fact, but like if it's mold. Do we eat mushrooms? Like we, they, we need to get like a geologist on here and be like, is this crystallized? Feel like a geologist may not be the right guy. Mm. I feel like that's rocks. I mean, crystals. Yeah, but just yeah, we didn't like nine scientists. Yeah, this is falling apart. What are we smoking next week again? Anyway, the Room One Hundred One Twelfth Anniversary. Room One Hundred One Twelfth Anniversary. It'll be my first time. Uh, not yours. No, I I've had. Uh, probably three or four of them. I, I really like that stick. I, I enjoy Matt Booth's stuff a lot. All right. Fair enough. I like his accessories. Back to the accessory game. Like, uh, you know, the teardrop uh, Zykars? Oh, those two? The, the cutters? Yeah. No, 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 no. Not those specific oh, ones. Oh, I'm like, dang. But, like, the coolest ones I've ever seen are always, like, Room 101. Like, it's a lot of really cool, like, uh, stuff that you would think is, like, a tattoo design or something like that. What? Like, really neat. Didn't he just drop a new cigar, the Matt Booth Naked? It's, it's something I don't really know, but funny. be very careful with Google. I yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, <laughs> you may as well uh, Google pickle soup. Uh, room 101, Matt. Good Booth. name for a uh, Candela cigar. <laughs> the Matt Booth naked. The pickle soup. <laughs> the pickle soup. Or just the pickle. Uh, pickle Rick. Isn't. There's got to be a cigar brand owner named Rick. The naked they could booth. do, they could do the uh, the Candela, and call it the Pickle Rick. Which again, I, I forget that my amazing references are lost on you. Get him, Matt. Uh, yeah, Matt, so Matt it, Booth. Get him. It, it's a uh, Pravada. No, you know who I'm gonna get to shame oh, you. God, here we go. Mike Goltz. No, Mike Goltz. You're the king of shaming. No, make him feel bad for not watching Rick and Morty, please. Bring it on, but you got to do it in person, Mikey. Mm-hmm. And and incorporate uh, your significant other. Apparently, it makes it much funnier. What? When, when you're harassing somebody or you're oh, yeah. torturing somebody, if you include your spouse. Oh, yeah. It, it does what's really, it. I, I really do have to give your wife props real quick. Because if I did that with my wife, she would just flat out throw me under the bus and be like, oh, no, he got him. 
Because yeah. she's like, don't be mean to him. Whereas your wife's like, yeah, let's torture that little no, bald dude, prick. As <laughs> as much sarcasm comes out of me and is just in your face as I can be, I have n- I can't hold a candle to that woman. Yeah, fair enough. She can run her mouth like a champ. It, it's unless it's the drip wax off it. Mm. Hold on, just let me think about Tuesdays. Anyhow, anyways, how I'm do you feel on. about the tatuaje that we're smoking today? I stand by my statement. After I got halfway through, ramped up, like it a lot. Yeah, it uh, did. in the beginning, started a little slow for me. It did open up a good bit, um, and amplified, but it amplified what I was already getting at the beginning. I I enjoyed it all the way through. My burn was perfect on this cigar, like the entire time. Yeah, for sure. The quality is always going to be there on uh, Tatuaje. Uh, I'm going to go with an in-betweener on our rating scale because although I can't confidently say that I'd spend money on it, I definitely smoke it for free, and I might be a hair above that. So I'm going to say I'd buy one, get one free. Oh, you'd bogo it. Right. I like it. I, I would definitely spend money on it. Um I wouldn't get it on my knees for it. I wouldn't get knee pads for it, but uh, I would definitely spend money on this stick any day of the week. I mean, what's the difference? You're down there anyway. Right. Hey, you find something you're good at, you do it. I would recommend this stick to anybody, especially if you like a fuller stick. Definitely give it a shot. It it held up to the bourbons really well. Um, it went really, really well with the Woodford uh, Double Oak. It, it did hold up well for me for the, yeah. the rye. I thought also. with the rye, the rye's a little bit sweet for it. I feel like the cigar almost overpowered the Willet. Willet, so, won't it? Willet, won't it? I don't know. But no, fantastic overall. I uh, 10-10, we'll do again. Well, thank you, uh, Junkies, for joining us this week. We appreciate you listening, as always. So check in with us next week whenever we break into the Room 101. And hit the booth. Get in the booth, baby. All right, that was weird. See you, Junkies. Awkward. Awkward. Awkward.